0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My son Matthew has grown corn in Brazil, although it was single crop corn in Bahia. His in-laws have grown both single and safrina corn crops in the Minas Gerais. He has many contacts who grow double-crop corn in the Mato Grosso. I read recently where Ag Resources said that Brazilian corn farmers were locking in a 50% return on 2021 safrina corn production. The first double-take is that growing corn can be so profitable there compared to losses here. No one here can grow corn for under $3 a bushel, let alone imagine a 50% profit on production. There has to be a lot more to this story. Are we really that uncompetitive? Is the currency really that out of whack? Did Brazil fix its farm-to-market infrastructure deficiency? All the above. We are hearing that Brazilian farmers plan to boost 2021 corn and soybean production, both by 8%, as we reduce our acreage surrendering market share. We are currently a much larger corn producer than Brazil, but they are running hard to narrow the gap. First of all, what is going on? I thought that a 50% profit growing corn sounded like a lot and asked my son to put their numbers together for inputs growing safrinha corn production in Brazil, which is 70% of their production. By attributing a portion of the land cost to the second crop, Brazilian farmers can then lock in 26% operating margin on their corn for next season already. Matthew noted that ethanol plants in the model grosso are offering 32.50 a hay per sack for August 2021 delivery. To quote him, I remember selling for that price several years ago. I was able to hold some corn into the off-season. Selling at that price was almost unheard of. We paid for about one-third of our grain storage in the first year because of that sale. And now farmers can lock in their entire crop at that price if they want. The ethanol boom is beginning to change the market landscape in some areas as demand increases. This change is still in its infancy as more ethanol plants come online. This is in addition to their profit on soybeans. Typically, the corn is seen as a rotational crop to help boost soybean yields. Getting 100 bushel per acre is pretty standard. It is a low-investment crop utilizing cheaper seed varieties with less technology. So even if they were to break even, they were still planting the corn because they know it will help boost soybean yields, which is their primary focus. Converted to U.S. dollars, their price comes out roughly to $2.70 a bushel. This may not seem that attractive in the United States, but as the currency is weakened into Brazil, that $2.70 translates to a lot more money in Brazilian real. It also helps that they are only paying one rent check despite double cropping. Mato Grosso did not start out that way. They started with a single crop of soybeans. Over time, they experimented, learned, and improved. They realized whether they could not plant their entire area to corn, it was worth planting some of it. Roughly 50% of the soybean area in the Mato Grosso gets double cropped to corn. Either they run out of time or they don't think the market risk is worth the extra hassle. The point is the idea of a single rent check stock. Nobody was going to promise to pay rent for a second crop when there was no guarantee that there would be one, and that common practice continues this day. This all begs the question, if farmers can begin locking in a strong profit for their second crop of corn, will that make farmers want to make it their principal crop, switching places with soybeans? In Matthew's estimate of Sofrina corn production costs, he attributed a percentage of the rent and cost to corn relative to the percent of revenue of the two crops, corn following soybeans. We pay rent for corn ground here, so I wanted to make the comparison to our crop. That gave them a land cost against their corn of $34.51 an acre. That is not a lot and certainly very low compared to ours. By shifting some of the land costs from soybeans to corn, it would make their soybeans more profitable. The bottom line is that they have a margin above cost that we presently do not have. Disparate land costs make much of the difference. When allotting a share of the land cost of the Safrina corn crop, they still got a 26% return. As Matthew noted, most Brazilian farmers put all of their land costs charged against their soybeans and consider their safrinha corn crop if they can plant one to be a bonus. If you eliminate the land rent attributed to corn, it lowers their production costs to $217 an acre and boosts their operational margin to 46%, comparing very closely to the ag resources number. They double crop about half of their acres in the Model Grosso, a percentage that will continue to grow given their profitability. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.